0: Competitive be the name of the game in tonight's showdown between the Vancouver Canucks and the Pittsburgh Penguins, and both teams are coming off W's. So, who got the W tonight? Let's find out right now on Penguins postgame. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, Show T he scores! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins Post Game. A PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Penguins get one sorry they get three but they are unable to get a three a third period comeback to get the W against the Vancouver Canucks we've got the head coaches pre-recorded we will also show maybe we will also show uh, we will show the video of the Interviews with both head coaches. Rick Torqueshet. Sorry, Rick, if I pronounced your name wrong or did anything uh, offensive to the last name. Sorry about that. And, of course, Mike Sullivan. We will hear from Mike first. That will come atop our middle segment. And we will finish off with Rick T. Uh, Rick, I don't want to pronounce your last name wrong, so I'll use the first letter of your last name. Uh, And again, if I pronounced it wrong or maybe said things wrong, I apologize. Uh, In advance, I really do my name is scott mcgregor this is broadcast 40 of 82 and this is also game number 40 of 82 of penguins post game my name is scott mcgregor the two teams above behind me are the Pittsburgh Penguins on the one side and the Vancouver Canucks and the Vancouver Canucks on the other side of me. So without further ado, let's get into our opening segment and let's get started talking scoring summary and penalty summary. We're going to do that But let's kick things going with your winning goaltender and your losing goaltender. Bringing up my notes here for a moment. Because this game featured starters as for the Penguins number 39, Alex Nedeljkovic. He was backed up by number 35, Tristan Jari. Number 35, speaking of number 35, Thatcher Demko gets the start for Vancouver. He's backed up by the former Penguin. Who wears for the Vancouver Canucks? Number 29, Casey DeSmith. For the Vancouver Canucks.
1: Mm-mm.
0: And, of course, the goal scores we're going to get to in just a second. But the starting goaltenders, one of them gets the W. The other was relieved by the goaltender I just mentioned, Tristan Jari. Thatcher Demko, his record now 21-8-1. Tristan Jari, who had to come in relief of Alex Nedeljkovic. He is credited with the loss, and per my sources, especially on Twitter, the report was that Nedeljkovic was replaced by Tristan Jari in the second period, and as we'll hear later in the middle portion of the program, we'll hear what led to that decision, courtesy of Mike Sullivan. The game winning goal goes to Elias Petterson. And we'll find out how that happened right now in just a second. All right. Referees for this game Frederick L and Chris and Chris shirt and Chris S were your referees. Julian Franier and Tommy Hughes were your linesmen. And with that being said, let's get started. We get started with goals, followed by penalties. First, Brock Bozer gets things started with a early Vancouver one to zero lead. His 26th goal of the season, first of the night, at 5 minutes and 44 seconds in. Elias Pettersson on the assist, number 34 on the year for Elias Pettersson. JT Miller, the second person to grab an assist. That would be the secondary assist. His 37th assist of the season. Things go a little bit backwards. When it comes to Brock Bozer. Who got his second goal. Of the season. Second goal of the night I should say. Excuse me. His. 27th of the season on the power play a ppg for van for vancouver this puts vancouver up two to zero brock boser's 27th goal of the season This time at 6 minutes and 31 seconds into the first period. And this time the assists are reversed. JT Miller, second assist of the night. 38 of the season for him. Elias Pedersen. 35th Assist of the season, second of the night for him. On the power play, the penalty went to the Pittsburgh penalty, went to the captain, Sidney Crosby, at 6 minutes and 3 seconds, 2 minutes for tripping to, Cro- to Sidney Crosby. Elian McCabe is called at 8 minutes and 38 seconds, 2 minutes for interference. And the call of a goal late, and the calls of goals later. Well, Marcus Patterson of the Pittsburgh Penguins gets the Penguins on the board with his first goal of the season at 16 minutes and 20 seconds. His first goal of the season, Marcus Pedersen. And now it's Vancouver two, Pittsburgh one, Jansen Harkins on the assist. His fourth assist of the season. And only assist he had of this game. Speaking of doubles, Brock Bowser had two, Elias. Pedersen and Sidney, and the captain of the Penguins, Sidney Crosby, had two goals. But Elias is the last one we got to go through in our first period scoring summary. This makes it three to one Canucks on Penguin over the Penguins. His first goal of the game, 21st of the season at 17 minutes. And 31 seconds in to the game's first period. Philip Hornick, your assister on the first assist there. First assist of the day and only assist of the day. No, first assist of the night he had two assists. That's his first assist of the night, his 32nd assist of the season. JT Miller, his third assist of the night, and 39th of the season. 39th assist of the season. for J.T. Miller, third assist of the night for J.T. Miller. And after a very entertaining first period that only saw two penalties, we move forward to the second period where the captain of the Penguins who went to the penalty box Once. Scores his first goal of the night. Mm -hmm. And it is his 23rd goal of the night. At 6 minutes and 5 seconds into the second period. Sidney Crosby. The captain gets the Penguins on the board. Now the Penguins only trail by one point. They trailed by two at the end of 20 minutes. Now it's Canucks three, Penguins two. On the assist, the primary assist goes to Jake Gensel. His second assist, his 27th assist, excuse me, of of the season. And Marcus Patterson getting in on the assists with his 15th assist of the season. The only penalty in this game goes to Quinn Hughes. Two minutes for delay of game, 15 minutes and 17 seconds in. After 40 minutes, it's the Penguins two, the Canucks three. The canucks three and the vancouver canucks continue with the lead they now lead three to two after 40 minutes to the third period we go we're five minutes and 24 seconds in jt miller is getting penalized two minutes for roughing. And then Lars Eller is penalized 11 minutes and 57 seconds in, two minutes for cross-checking. Philip Horanick, Horonic is also penalized 14 minutes and 49 seconds later, two minutes for holding. And at the 19 minute and 31 second mark of the third period, it is Sidney Crosby doing it again. And this puts us in a tie. That's Crosby's 24th goal of the season. Eric Carlson on the assist number 22 on the year for him. The secondary assist goes to Chris Letang. His 24th assist of the season. Speaking of 24. And of course. With the two goals Crosby scored. In last night's game. On Thursday evening. Sidney Crosby is now in the sole possession of 22, of 22nd in the NHL all-time goals list as he passes Mike Bossy, and takes sole possession of the 22nd spot Overall in the NHL all time goals list with goals number five hundred and seventy third, five hundred and seventy three. And 574 happening in Crosby's career last night. righty, we are winding down the opening segment here. We're going to have to do the three stars, game stats, and more in the middle segment. So as we wind down here, let's... Re- Now, go to the final part, which is overtime. Because after 60 minutes of regulation time, we need extra time. And three minutes and five seconds in, it's Elias Pedersen with his second goal of the evening, 22nd goal of the season. To uh, break the game, open for the Canucks, they win it 4-3, to three. Philip Hornick on the assist, his 33rd assist of the season, and the Penguins would fall. 4 to 3 in overtime to the Vancouver Canucks. They'll do battle again this time in Vancouver a little later this season. But not something you want to but not something you want to see if you open this two-game series between the canucks and the between the canucks and the penguins if you're the penguins you like the you like the performance maybe not so much from from alex nadalkovich but you like the performance from you like the performance from Tristan Jari in at backup. You like it. The fight from... You like the fight from the Penguins' offensive players? You like how they stay true to the game? And try to keep it from being that does that disaster that disaster that we saw back in December when the Maple Leafs and the Penguins played back on December 7th I believe in 2023 I'll go through the Penguins schedule here just to be uh just to be sure but it was way better than that disaster back in December. Excuse me. No, sorry. Not December 7th. That was December 16th. So, better than. So, that was better than the disaster on the 17th for the Penguins and the Maple Leafs. Penguins getting shut out by the Maple Leafs. Good performance by the Maple Leafs, by the way. Not exactly a good performance by the Penguins. But the game on Thursday night was a good performance by the Penguins. Yeah, they didn't win the game, but they kept close. They kept close. and that's all that matters, to me at least. They kept it close, and that's all that matters to me. Alright. When we return, We'll get to post-game right off the top for this middle segment. We'll get to post-game right off the mat, right off the top. With Mike Sullivan, head coach of the Penguins. We'll get to our three stars of the game, game stats, and the play of the game. And in the second half of a middle segment, we will hear from Vancouver head coach, Rick T, Rick Torche. Hopefully I have that right. Rick, if I said your last name wrong again, I sincerely apologize. But we'll hear from Rick in the second half of our middle segment. Do the shake of the game and game pucks. And then in the final segment, we'll hear from the man himself, Elias Pettersson. And we will also hear, on top of that middle segment, we will hear from Thatcher Demko. And we also will prepare you for penguins and hurricanes. In our final segment. But coming up. Like that's all still coming up. But coming up in our middle segment. First half. We hear from Mike Sullivan. Give you the three stars. Of the game. And the game stats. And your play of the game. The play of the game, three stars, game stats of the game. And Mike Sullivan are coming up. And one one minor note for your final segment. We also will take a look around the busy NHL on a Thursday night. You're listening to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And we'll be right back with more Penguins hockey right after this. Don't go nowhere. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly, as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one, And those who do them discuss the Blue Jays, Bills, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners.
2: What a busy traffic on this Friday evening. I am almost stuck in this traffic for the last 40 minutes. And there is no way, I think, for me to get to the show, the T Radio Songbank, which is going to start very shortly. It's one of my favorite shows, and my, my, what a way to wind down for the weekend. perfect two hours of fun-filled music and she has so many great features sound of music undercover for an exchange yes. name that tune and the big wheel that she spins for who's that or where are we We cannot forget about the international stage. I have never come across such a great show in my life. I think I will have to press hard on my accelerator and go as fast as I can to get home in time. Wow! Wow! Look! I made it! I am almost there! Sienna T-Reed. Making your day brighter, one song at a time.
0: Alright everybody, we are back here with uh, the middle segment here. Back here with you for another... half segment. This is the penguins postgame middle segment time now for your three stars and your game stats but before we do that let's get to hearing from one head coach and the head coach we want to hear from first of all is none other than mike sullivan so let's hear from Mike Sullivan and see if we can understand what led to the decision of polling Alex Nadalkovich after the first period.
1: Uh, Mike, just what was your assessment of your goaltending tonight, both uh, Novelkovich and Jari, and what was your, uh, what led to your decision to go with Jari in the second?
3: i thought it was tough to assess ned's game because i thought the goals were difficult saves um we made the decision to switch goalies part mainly because we were trying to create a spark because we didn't think our team had the had the the energy that we needed or the the juice whatever you want whatever you want to call it i didn't think we were um we played with the energy that we needed to in the in the first period so and I thought Jars played really well.
4: Mike, kind of building on that, uh, how do you think the guys
3: responded in the second and third periods? What did you think of the overall game after the first period? I thought uh, at the beginning of the second period, I thought we gave up. We we weren't as responsible with the puck. I thought we gave up a couple of odd man rushes. We gave them some pretty good looks. But after that, I thought we were pretty solid. And I give the guys a lot of credit for competing and digging in and find a way to grab a point. Um, I thought uh i thought we competed hard the rest of the way and and so to get the the six on five goal was huge you know we had our you know we had our looks in the in the overtime and uh that's just the nature of overtime i think
1: i'm um, like building on the nature of overtime how have you felt uh the penguins have performed overall in uh, the overtime frame this season um
3: it's, I, I don't know, it's hard, it's hard for me to, to assess it right now. I haven't really given it a whole lot of thought. I think we've had moments when we've been good. I've, I think we've had moments when we haven't been. So, you know, the overtime is, it's, it's a difficult situation, I think, to assess because it's, it tends to be, when there's a scoring chance, it, there tends to be a ripple effect or a domino effect. You know, we, for example, we get a three-on-one and they end up with a breakaway goal. If we score on the three-on-one, then how do we assess our, our overtime? We're pretty happy, right? We like it. So that that's why I think overtime is, is a difficult circumstance or situation to assess. It just tends to be a... I don't know. It just tends to be a there's an element of, of chance associated with it that that's hard to predict. Uh, is there anything immediate uh, with regards to Riley Smith's status that you can share at this time? Uh, just that he's being evaluated for an upper body injury. I don't have any other specifics other than that.
1: Uh, Mike, with the power play tonight, uh, what was your observations of that unit?
3: Uh, I didn't think there was a, they were as sharp as they've been. Uh, most recently and um, We just didn't execute as well And our our hope was is, is that we were you know, we would be more impactful there uh, Mike I want to ask you about Jansen Harkins It looks like looked like he had a pretty strong game tonight. Seems like he's really finding a, a rhythm in that fourth-line role. Yeah Harkins has played really well for us. You know, he's uh, he keeps his game simple. He's using his speed He's getting in on the four check uh, I think his confidence is growing. he's making a few plays. Um, he's, he's a big part of that fourth line and that fourth line has been really important for us. They play valuable minutes. play they play, they, they play a, in a real important role. And so and I think Harks is he brings a speed element to, to that line with Cookie and Karts. Uh, and they're, they're a defensively very responsible line. And so um, I think he's played really well for us.
0: Mike Sullivan, head coach of the Penguins, coming up. Rick Torchay. Again, Rick. If I pronounce your last name wrong, I Paul. I apologize. But up next, before we get to game stats, we gotta share the screen one more time because it's time. Now to find out who the three stars of the game are. Let's find out, shall we? It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. It is time now to find out. Who are the three stars of tonight's game? I should say, last night's game. And let's get to it. This will be followed immediately by the play of the game right after the game stats to close out the program's segment. First half of the middle segment. Your third star with two goals, zero assists, plus 1 and a total ice time of 25 minutes and 30 seconds. It's the captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins, number 87, Sidney Crosby. Well deserved, well deserved second star and first star and third stars. But your second star is. Your second star is. Right winger number six. For the Vancouver Canucks. Brock Boser. Two goals. Plus one. No assists. A total ice time of 19 minutes and 8 seconds. And your. First star, well-deserved, is the man we're going to be hearing from in the final segment. Two goals, two assists, plus one, at a total ice time of 20 minutes and 54 seconds. It's none other than Elias Pettersson, number 40 of the Vancouver Canucks. Alrighty. let's run right down through our game stats and then we'll end that off we'll end this off with we'll end this off with our play of the game this half of the middle segment will end off with our play of the game to get to that let's get through our stats Vancouver finishes the game outshot by the Penguins 35 to 29 so the Penguins outshoot the Canucks 35 to 20 to 29 Penguins also outhit the Canucks 29 to 15 They also finish the game the Penguins finish the game with 31 31 off wins Four minutes spent in the penalty box. And they find themselves 0 for 4, 0 for 4 on the power play. Finishing the game with 11 giveaways, 12 takeaways, and 9 block shots. Meanwhile, Despite the 15 hits, the 29 shots, and the 28 faceoff wins for Vancouver, they find themselves spending eight minutes in the penalty box, connecting on one of their two opportunities to make them one for two at the end of the night. Ending the game with eight giveaways, five takeaways, sorry, eight penalty minutes, five giveaways. 12 takeaways, and 21 blocked shots. With that being said, we've reached the final portion of our first half of the middle segment for this program, and this will be Back to the final portion of the middle segment. When we hear from Rick Torche. But to do that, to take us to break, we got to do the play of the game. And for me, I got to go to Crosby's second goal of the game. which tied this game up. So here are your commentators from the Vancouver Sportsnet feed for Canucks Hockey on Sportsnet with the call And, of course, as I said, it's Canucks Hockey on Sportsnet. Canucks Hockey on Sportsnet. Here are those people with the call of Crosby's goal at 19 minutes and 31 seconds. It's good enough for my play of the game. His second goal of the season. Here are the guys who had the call on Canucks Hockey... on Canucks Hockey... Canucks ho- on Vancouver Canucks Hockey... on Sportsnet. Here are the guys with the call.
2: Penguins win the face-up. Here's Carlson Rishaw tipped in! Second
4: of the game. And with 28.2 seconds remaining, Pittsburgh's pulling even at three. Johnson had been taking the face-offs down the stretch here. He loses this one to Crosby. Mentioned earlier in the game that Crosby, one of the best in the league at over 60%. This is going to hit a Canuck player and off the pants of Crosby. The left leg of Sidney Crosby. And it deflects a terrible... break for the canox as it hits the penguins captain his second of...
0: the night and it's three through... so we had a little bit of pausing there at the end of that but That's all the same for us to play this again. So let's try that one more time. And again, this is good enough for my play of the game. Before we take a a quick 30. And come back for the final two segments of the program. Including our final half of the middle segment. Where the shake of the game and the game pucks will be revealed.
2: Penguins win the face up. Here's Carlson with shot. Tipped in. Sidney Crosby with his second of the game.
4: And with 28.2 seconds remaining, Pittsburgh's pull even at three had been taking the face-offs down the stretch here he loses this one to Crosby mentioned earlier in the game that Crosby one of the best in the league at over 60 percent this is going to hit a Canuck player and off the pants of Crosby
0: the left leg let's try that one more time we are trying to make sure that we don't get any interruptions here as we run, as we end up in the final portion. But let's try that one last time.
2: Penguins win the face up Here's Carlson. Wrist shot. tipped in.
4: with 28.2 seconds remaining. Pittsburgh's probably even at three. ...had been taking the face-offs down the stretch here. He loses this one to Crosby. Mentioned earlier in the game that Crosby, one of the best in the league at over 60%. This is going to hit a Canuck player and off the pants of Crosby, the left leg of Sidney Crosby, and it deflects a terrible break for the Canucks as it hits the Penguins' captain, his second of the night, and it's 3-2.
0: There we go. There we go. All righty. Let's take a quick five. Let's take a quick 30, I should say. And when we come back, after this word from Take Another Look, We will hear from the Vancouver Canucks. From the Vancouver Canucks head coach in Rick T. The shake of the game will be revealed, which is our player of the game segment. And the game pucks will be revealed. All of that still to come in our final portion of the middle segment. Right after this from Take Another Look. And in our final segment, we will look ahead to the action today on the ice. We will look back at the action. On a busy Thursday night. In the NHL. And we will get you ready for Penguins and Hurricanes on Saturday night. By also taking a look at the next five games for the Vancouver Canucks. And the Pittsburgh Penguins. In between that timeline we will have post-game media from Elias Pedersen and Thatcher Demko. So don't go anywhere, Penguins fans and Canuck fans, because Penguins post-game will be right back, right after this from Take Another Look. Take another look
4: with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from Human
5: Connections. Well, what did you think of the, uh, the level this Yeah, good. It was a good effort, you know. A couple of times I uh, composure. We got to, you know, clean up a couple of things with the heat's on. But I thought for the most part it was a good game for us
1: thatcher late i know they
5: snuck one by and left one but the saves made. yeah Thatcher. yeah thatcher was really good so was jari i mean he made some he made some uh, unreal saves too it allows the team to have the
4: record that you have after two periods of
5: getting wins out you lead. yeah pretty resilient group you know there's moments obviously we got to clean up but i thought you know you know the bench I, I gotta admit sometimes when the pressure's on us um you know guys aren't getting rattled and that's good that's a good thing you know uh um you know we want to we want to stick to our game as, as, as much as possible we don't want to back in we do just want to flip pucks out and i think we, we're really good against the auditors under pressure i thought tonight when obviously' crosby's he was all rolled again tonight so um you know when you get a, a guy that caliber out there um it makes some guys get a little jumpy What's it feeling like on the bench after the third before overtime yeah i think guys were disappointed but i, I they weren't hanging our heads you know it was kind of a a little bit of a coverage ball there, um, but but I think uh, the re- reaction of the guys and stuff like that, you know, hey, let's go win the game, which which is nice. You've
1: won a lot of games a lot of different ways over the course of the first half of the season, but in terms of the intensity late, some of the ill intent, uh, this one felt a little different from the press box anyway. Is there
5: something to build off mm-hmm. uh, getting some wins like that over the second half of the season? Yeah, no, it's uh, like I said, uh, you know, you got to win different ways. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought, you know, the second period, I think we had a chance of 9-5, to five, but we were fine. It was just, uh, there was a couple of, like I said, a couple of times, you know, we we're, when we should make a play, we're flipping it out. We've we got to get away that habit. Um, and other than that, I mean, like I said, I mean, we're, you know, what, we're we, four in a row. I mean, we're beating some pretty good hockey teams, so it's hard for me to get complained about too much. Sorry, I meant, though, in terms of, like, the intensity
4: with oh. with, between, like, ill intent in oh. terms of, like...
5: Um, you know, some of the between the whistle stuff, some of the almost, not, you know, not quite playoff atmosphere. Oh, yeah. More like that. Excuse me. Well, yeah, no, to we're doing, no, yeah, right I'm now. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's, I'll be honest the last three, four, my, it, it's starting to ramp up, like the playoff hockey. Um, you know, it's, it's, that's what happens. I, I, and I think the, I don't know, I think the refereeing's been great. Um, I think they let us play. Um, you know, obviously there's egregious penalties, but yeah, um, I like that. I like there's some bite in front and uh, some, you know, some juice from our team. Yeah.
4: You always want to just stay in the day and focus on yeah. the next game. But if you look at these last four, yeah. from how the team played in St. Louis, how pleased are you with the response since then?
5: Uh, you know, I think that's been all year where we've maybe had a couple of duds, you know, and we've managed to do something out there to win a game or, or stay in it you know, like out of the Philly game and then bouncing back and then um, it seems like we're bouncing back pretty well. In this business, you have to have a short memory and I think that's what this team does, you know, and then the one thing is when we teach them something, you know, whether it's a a neutral regroup, the next game, they're usually good at that. Or if our D zone coverage is not good, the next game, you know, they'll they'll correct it. So that's the one thing, the information they're getting and they're applying it after, you know, things aren't going well for us. But, um, you know, like I said, it's a long road trip into the uh one four games row we're pretty happy. The
1: way things
5: are going with the lotto line are you ever gonna be able to break them up? Yeah, no, I mean not right now. I mean uh when you're winning games and they're getting you know they're producing uh obviously a big time for Cole, for PD to get us that overtime win so yeah it's hard to break that up
0: Rick Torche Rick head coach of the Vancouver Canucks. That was your head coach of the Vancouver Canucks. Rick T. Ricky T. Head coach of the Vancouver Canucks. And that is how we open up our Final portion of our middle segment here with hearing from the one and only head coach of the Vancouver Canucks, Ryan T. Rick T, I should say, excuse me. And that brings us to our second introduction of the day introduction of the program i should say and that of course is the shake of the game it's time now for our player of the game segment we call the shake of the game quick reminder final segment we will be giving you thatcher Damco. And of course Elias Pettersson post game media availability. In between our look ahead for the Vancouver Canucks and the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Vancouver Canucks. And the Pittsburgh Penguins that look ahead is coming up in the final segment and in between it we will do Thatcher Demko. We will also do Elias Pedersen. Of course, we will also look ahead to The action on this Friday night and get you ready for Penguins and Hurricanes. But right now, let's keep it to the Vancouver Canucks and to the Vancouver Canucks and the Pittsburgh Penguins. And let's get you to Our Shake of the Game introduction. The Shake of the Game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores next day you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now back to the sports for beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. That is me. That is the shake of the game introduction. It's time to find out who the player of the game is. Who's getting lucky today? Who's it going to be? Well, I think you got to go. If we're going to give some. If we're going to give the shake of the game and the player of the game. To the goaltenders. I think you got to go to the guy. Who backed up. uh, In relief. Alex Nadalkovich For the Penguins. In Tristan Jari. We'll get into that in a second. And I got to go with. Thatcher Demko. But before I get to Demko. And why I chose him. I don't want to forget about this. So. our Guys that are scratched for this game are Mark Friedman, Linus Carlson, Linus Carlson, I should say, and Noah Jolson, Noah Jolson. Those are the players not playing for the Vancouver Canucks. For the penguins they would not play ryan shea or redeem Zahorna. all right now time for why we cho- why i chose who i chose here for the shake of the game player of the game and i'm going to give it to the goalies first i'm going to give it to thatcher demko i thought he played pretty well he played a full 62 he played a full 60 minutes I should say. And he did play 62 minutes because we had to go into overtime. Again, just like the Penguins goaltenders. Actually, maybe not just like the Penguin goaltenders, but he gave up three goals. Made 32 stops on 35 shots. He finishes the game with a save percentage of 914. And I feel like he played okay. Honestly, uh, Nedeljkovic played 20 minutes. Save percentage of 667. Gave up three goals on nine shots, but he made six saves. I mean, I'll give him a runner-up for the shake-of-the-game player of the game. But my shake-of-the-game player of the game is the guy that had to come in in relief in Tristan Jari. gave up one goal against... And he also stopped 19 of the... 29 shots from Vancouver. Of course, he only faced 20 shots in his 40 minute and his 41 minutes played. Including the 21 minutes he played or the 20 minutes he played in the second period. Save percentage of 950. Again, Jari allowed Jari saw 20 shots. Made 19 saves and only gave up one goal. So that's why with Thatcher Demko, those are my shake of the game, player of the game, recipients. Game pucks, re, game puck of the game recipients. Well, first of all, I gotta go to the penguin side. And the first one I got to go, we're going to give two to each side. So four four players, two from each side are going to get a game puck of the game for this one. Uh, And the first one for the Penguins is going to go to Jake Gensel. Did not see the penalty box, not even once. Had two hits. Uh did not have any blocks. His his total ice time was 25 minutes and 25 seconds. He didn't have a goal in the game, but he got an assist, which gives him a point and plus and a plus and he was plus one. But man, did Jake Gensel ever try to put this puck in the net? Did he ever try to put this puck in the net? Eight. Shots for Gensel on goal. Eight shots for Gensel on goal. Boy, did he ever try to put this puck in the net. Your second game puck of the game recipient for the Penguins is the captain, Sidney Crosby. Two goals. No assist, two points, plus one. Five shots on goal for Sid. He did go to the pony box for two minutes. Finishes the game with 25 minutes and 30 seconds of total ice time. Did not have a block. And he had five hits in this game. Ooh, not too shabby for Sid. Why was I not surprised? I'm not sure many of you Penguin fans were surprised, but why was I not surprised? Teddy Bluger didn't score on the former, on his former team? Why was I not surprised Teddy Bluger didn't score? Well, listen to this. When the Penguins traded to get Eric Carlson to Pittsburgh, Casey DeSmith was part of that trade, which ended up sending him to Montreal. I thought by the time we do a recap of Montreal and Pittsburgh, we will be talking about Casey DeSmith. Spoiler alert! Nope. He ends up in Vancouver. And guess what? Unfortunately, he doesn't start against Pittsburgh. Would he start against Pittsburgh when they play again? I don't know. And neither do you. But anyways, that's part of the reason why the game ball, game puck, excuse me, of the game, the first one is going to go to none other than Thatcher Demko. And, of course, you already know why. You already know why. But just in case you missed it, three goals given up, 32 stops, which is a different word for saves. 35 shots against him, and he made 32 saves on those 35 shots. Save percentage of 9.14, and he played 62 minutes. Your second and final recipient of a game puck of the game As we get ready for the final break of the program. Mm-hmm. That's gonna go to I, I would give it to a Eli- Elias Petterson. But I'm going to go with Mr. Triple the Assist, J.T. Miller. Three assists in the game, no goals, three points, plus one. One shot on goal for J.T. Miller. Two penalty minutes, no hits, one block. And a total ice time of eight nineteen minutes and twenty seven seconds. And it's very interesting. It's very interesting to me. I mean, I see tons of people. I see tons of familiar fo- hockey. I see tons of familiar hockey guys that used to play for the Penguins. Uh, maybe not Elian McCabe, but I de- I see Teddy Bluger. I see Casey Desmith on this team. Obviously, obviously he's not on the score sheet for this one, but. He would have been if it ended up being uh, where both goalies had to be taken out. But at the end of the day, Vancouver took the game and that's all that matters. All right. As we wrap up this middle portion of the program and get ready for our final break of the program, I want to take you to very quickly, I want to take you to a look around the NHL on a busy Thursday night. Of course, <clears throat> of course the Vancouver Canucks uh, victorious in overtime against the Penguins of Pittsburgh 4-3 in overtime The Vancouver Canucks uh, are victorious of uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins 4-3 in Pittsburgh in overtime in overtime Meanwhile, in Washington, the Seattle Kraken pick up a W as they defeat the Washington Capitals 4 to 1 in DC. Speaking of 4-3 overtime wins, the New York Islanders Pick up a fourth pick up a four to three win over the Maple Leafs in Long Island on Thursday. The Buffalo Sabres defeat the Ottawa Senators five to three in Buffalo. Carolina a team, we've been talking about get, that we're going to get you ready for in the final portion of this program, but a team we've been talking about for a while on this program. The Hurricanes defeat the Anaheim Ducks in Carolina at a final score of 6-3. to three not too shabby the Edmonton Oilers defeat the Red Wings in overtime only this one is not a 4-3 final this is a 3-2 final that the Oilers pick up over the Red Wings in Motown Speaking of 3-2 finals, another final in overtime, this one goes in favor of the Panthers as they defeat the Los Angeles Kings 3-2 in Florida, the San Jose Sharks. A team who has just not had a good year, at least in the first half of the season. They're getting better. They're getting better. And this is a good, this is a step in the right direction here. As they defeat the Montreal Canadiens 3-2 to in Montreal. The New Jersey Devils fell in overtime. Four to three, another four to three final. This one goes in favor of the Lightning over the Devils, four to three. In overtime in Tampa Bay. Another two-to-one final, this one in, actually I should say a two-to-one final is in the books here in overtime. The defending Vegas Golden Knights, the reigning defending Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights, defeat the Boston Bruins, 2 to 1 in Vegas The Calgary Flames meanwhile pick up a 6-2 victory in the desert against it the, the Arizona Coyotes The Winnipeg Jets pick up a 2-1 to victory in Winnipeg against the Chicago Blackhawks. And the last game here we're going to go over is the Rangers falling to the St. Louis Blues in St. Louis 5-2. is the final in favor of the Blues. All right, when we come back, we set up 8 p.m. action lore. The Dallas Stars take on the Nashville Predators and the Philadelphia Flyers take on the Minnesota Wild. The Philadelphia Flyers take on Minnesota at 8 p.m. in Minnesota. 8 p.m. Eastern, that is. 8 p.m. Eastern as well. But in Dallas, it's the Dallas Stars going head-to-head with the Nashville Predators. We will set that all up. Get down to our look ahead, and as promised, we will hear from Thatcher Demko and Elias Pedersen as they spoke post-game, and we have it here on the sportsnet.ca, all credit for all Sportsnet clips going to Sportsnet. and the vancouver canucks and 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 all teams that the that sportsnet is associated with and all clips including sportsnet pittsburgh go to the rightful owners of sportsnet pittsburgh and are not owned by anybody including myself here on sports for beginners The same as music used, if we use music in this, belongs to its rightful owner. With that being said, let's take a quick five. Hear a word from broadcast map. And on the ice and behind the benches. And then let's get you set up for Saturday Night Hockey in Raleigh, North Carolina, where the Penguins will take to the ice for the third time this season and final time this season against the Carolina Hurricanes. We set that all up. With Thatcher Demko, Elias Pedersen, and of course, our look ahead to tonight's action on a Friday night. Pittsburgh's next action. And, of course, the next action for the Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver wins it. 4-3 to three in overtime, and we're going to hear, atop the final segment, From the man that did it. Right after this. Penguins postgame returns. On Sports for Beginners. And streaming. On On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Every Wednesday. As part of Penguins Hockey Wednesdays. When we continue.
2: Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more, about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map.
0: Welcome back to Penguins Post Game, Pens and Canucks. <laughs> A couple of times I've noticed here in the captions as we've uh, had them on. As we roll, as we roll through this, when I keep saying Canucks, I've said something completely different. But you know what? That's fine. Because it's Pens and Canucks, that's who we are recapping. It's Game Forty of Eighty Two, which is bringing this broadcast to you as Game Broadcast Number Forty. Of 82. And that broadcast is about to come to a close. But before we get there, it's time to let you guys in on the look ahead for the Penguins and the Canucks. Before we do that, let's hear. As I said, because we we're going to do that now, let's hear from Vancouver Canucks goaltender, Thatcher Demco. Let's hear what Thatcher Demko had to say post game when he spoke to media after the game notice here Vancouver was on or they have been on a road trip which began with a back-to-back against the New York Rangers on two on Monday. Ap- on Monday against it, a-, a fantastic. Uh- oh, one second there. One second there. Let me just go over their uh, road trip so far. This road trip began with a loss on Thursday, January 5th. Of 2-1 to one to the St. Louis Blues. A 6-4 victory over the Devils. On Saturday, January 6, 2024. And then back-to-back, back-to-back victories on a back-to-back. As they beat the New York Rangers 6-3 to on Monday, January 8 2024. In the Big Apple. They then defeated the Islanders five to two on Tuesday, this next day after they defeated the New York Rangers in the Big Apple, and that was on Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. The final score again, 5-2 in favor of the Canucks. And then last night's final score, leading them into their final two road games in the road trip, they defeat... Pittsburgh on Thursday, which was yesterday, at the time of this recording, on Friday, January 12th, 2024. They defeat the Penguins on Thursday, January 11th, 4-3. to Their road trip wraps up in Columbus, but before that, they gotta go to Buffalo and we'll have more on that after this interview with Thatcher
1: Demko enjoy a fantastic uh, win for Thatcher Demko and the Vancouver Canucks uh, who pull one out in overtime and uh, Thatcher now four consecutive wins on the road for your team all out east uh, all against very good opponents uh, how good does it feel to be in this environment this moment yeah I mean uh, we knew this road trip was going to be important for us um, coming out of the Christmas break and. Um, yeah, I mean three huge wins um, in New York and New Jersey and then, you know, I thought we played a pretty good game tonight and you know, just a weird bounce there at the end to send it to overtime, but uh, you know, a little adversity and, and coming, uh, coming up with it in overtime was great. Yeah, a lucky one gets by you, but how much do you enjoy games like this at the end when it's on the line and you're facing the likes of Malkin and, and Crosby and Gensel, Latang, guys that have uh, done so much in this league? Yeah, I mean, they're they're phenomenal. awesome. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're, they're great players. I mean, um, that goes without saying. And, um, you know, nothing but the utmost respect for those guys. And, uh, you know, that you know, definitely down down the wire. They're late in the game. They're going to be flying around and, and trying to make plays. So um, no easy task for our group. And, um, you know, we stuck with it and got the win. What can you say about the penalty kill tonight? Yeah, it was great. Um, I thought we've been doing a really good job as of late. Um, you know, obviously, it's a skilled group. We just talked about them. And, um, Yeah, it was a great job. Congrats on the victory. Yeah, thanks, Murph.
0: Dan Murphy and Thatcher Demko speaking after the game. So the road trip, definitely important, especially when it comes down to You know getting down the stretch and you're wondering uh, how many more games we got how many more games do we got you know how many more chances will we actually have like how many chance how many more chances will we actually have especially getting down going down the stretch Now, here's what I mean. We're going to stop this share for a second here. But again, Elias Patterson coming up before we get to the Penguins' look ahead. But but here's what I mean. And I'll make this quick here. The Canucks have played 42 games right now. And when you look at the remainder of their schedule, in an 82-game season stretch. They now have, with 42 games played, they only have 40 games remaining. Let me say that again 40 games remaining on their schedule in their 82 game season. They have played. 42 games and they have 40 games still remaining. So that's still a lot of hockey. But let me let me double down on this here. Yes, 40 games remaining. So this is really, this is a, this is probably one of the biggest road trips that the Canucks are going to have to string together a couple of victories. So let's take a look. Courtesy of the NHL app. Download the app for yourself and follow your favorite team every, like, all season long. Download the app and follow your favorite team all season long. Let's take a look at Vancouver's next five. Well, they've got a ton of home games coming up. But before we get there, we got to go with their first two of their next five games on the road. To close out a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven game road trip. And that closes out on Monday, January the 15th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Their first of their next five games is a showdown in Buffalo at 4 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, but. I don't know if the NHL might be looking, but it, this might impact travel. Uh, the, uh, it, it appears as though the weather doesn't seem to be looking too promising. So the NHL might want to get on the weather. Just in case. But as it stands right now, Vancouver is off to Buffalo with this W against the Penguins for a 4 p.m. puck drop on Saturday, January 13th, 2024. They wrap up their road trip with a trip into Columbus, Ohio to take on the Blue Jackets. Puck drop is scheduled for 1 p.m. Eastern in Columbus, Ohio on Monday, January 15th, 2024 third of their next five is their first home game since their home game on January 2nd against Ottawa against the Ottawa Senators and their first of five home games to wrap up January and of a five game a homestand to wrap up January their first but third of their next five games which opens up that five game homestand kicks off with Arizona coming to town the coyotes will be coming into Vancouver for a showdown with the Canucks, with the Canucks, at 10 p.m. Eastern. Then the Toronto Maple Leafs are in town for a 7 p.m. puck drop. Against the Vancouver Canucks. And their final of their next five games. This will leave them with two games on their five game homestand. But it is another 10 p.m. late start. As they go head-to-head with the Chicago Blackhawks. So once again, their next five. Buffalo Saturday. Columbus Monday. At home to the Coyotes Thursday. At home to the Maple Leafs next Saturday. And then next upcoming Monday. They are home to the Blackhawks. Puck drops are at 4 p.m., 1 p.m., 10 p.m., 7 p.m. And then once again, back at 10 p.m. The rest of the way for January. For puck drop. (laughs) All right. Let's hear from Elias Petterson now, shall we? Let's hear from Elias Petterson, and then we'll get down to Pittsburgh's next five games, including a good one. And Erica Lindsay Ayala, if you're listening, I may be coming after you before this game on Monday or after this game. Or, you know what, maybe I might be coming after you for a chat with Penguins and Seattle Kraken Hockey coming up when the two teams meet again in late February but if you're listening right now Erica I might be coming your way because I have a feeling there's a whole lot of hockey to be played By the way, Penguins fans, we are two games away from the first time the Seattle Kraken and only time this season the Seattle Kraken will make their way to Pittsburgh. Now, obviously, as Penguins fans, we would love for the Penguins to beat the Seattle Kraken. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be really honest with you. Honestly. If the Penguins don't win that game. I'll be all right with it. I really will. Now if they perform the same way they did. On December 16th. When I watched them with my brother. And. And our father at the at Scotiabank Arena Then that's a different story. But If they perform If they perform good enough even if they don't get the W, I'll be fine. Trust me. Yeah, I won't be happy that they lost the game. But in retrospects, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Let's hear from Elias Pedersen, and then we'll get into what is coming up following hurricanes and penguins on saturday and kraken versus penguins on next monday on this monday i should say january 15th
2: 2024 canucks win their fourth straight 4-3 four, in overtime the man with the game winner Elias, now Four games in a row, you've scored the game winner. That's the third time in the history of the NHL that that really? has been done. I know you're a team guy, but can you take a moment to appreciate that? That's
1: pretty cool. That's Yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: Now, this lotto line combining for four goals tonight, you guys seem to find a way to get it done the last four games. Is it maturity and growth in your own game that allows you to just jump in and have that chemistry?
1: No, I mean, we, we've we been having plenty of energy, energy chemistry from, uh, from the past, and we're just trying to work hard and rely on the shutter and see the play what's ahead of us not trying to complicate things um and yeah obviously it's a very good start for our line but uh yeah like keep going
2: you dealt with some adversity late in the game they pushed back but you found a way to get the two points what does that mean for this group
1: it means a lot uh i think uh, obviously we're happy with the first period but second and third we kind of let them run over us and um yeah get back in the game but overall um happy with the win congrats enjoy it thank you
0: Elias Pedersen, and there you go. So now it's time to put this program in a pretty little Mm bow, and we can't do that. Without taking a look at the Penguins' next five hockey games, quick reminder for the Canucks, their next five are, as mentioned earlier on, I'll go back into my uh, transcript here for those For those games. Their next five games include. Buffalo Saturday. Columbus Monday. At home to the Maple Leafs. on next Saturday and then on the next upcoming Monday not this coming Monday January 15 2024 the next coming Monday they will take on the Chicago Blackhawks once again at 10 p.m. Eastern and of course they are at home to the Coyotes Thursday At 10 p.m. Eastern. All righty then. So again, the Columbus. The Vancouver Canucks are. At Buffalo Saturday, at Columbus Monday, home to Arizona Thursday. Next Thursday, this Thursday coming up. At Toronto, I should say home to Toronto, at Arizona on Thursday. Home to Arizona on Thursday. Home to Toronto on Sunday, on Saturday. And they are home to the Blackhawks to wrap up their next five. On next Monday, January 22nd, 2024. Riley Smith was injured in the game, and he is a Penguins player, and we've just gotten some word that Riley Smith will miss time. He will miss some time with an upper body injury. He's out longer term. So uh, it is very likely he will not play against the Carolina Hurricanes or the Seattle Kraken. So we're getting to the news. after we've gotten over the next five for the penguins which is what we're going to do right now and their next five include at carolina on saturday that's this saturday tomorrow tomorrow night in raleigh north carolina it's the Penguins taking on the Hurricanes. Then the Penguins head home for a showdown with the Seattle Kraken. The Seattle Kraken will face the Penguins on Monday, January the 15th at 6 p.m. Eastern. Then, they are at Vegas for the final meeting between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Pittsburgh Penguins of the season. And the Golden Knights? Well, let's just say the Golden Knights will be looking for a little revenge after getting beat 3-0 to back in November of 2023. In Pittsburgh. That game at 10 p.m. Eastern. Depending on the Buffalo Bills schedule and if they continue past this Sunday through the NFL wild card game, we'll let you know if we will be doing a late night Penguins post game edition. On Saturday. So stay tuned for a possible bonus episode of Sports for Beginners detailing what's happening with Penguins post game when the late game, the Vegas Golden Knights and the Penguins, gets going. That's a two-game road trip that ends in Arizona in the desert when the Penguins take on next Monday, January 22nd at 9 p.m. The Penguins will be taking on the Arizona Coyotes in the desert. And then their final of their next five, because the first one is Carolina, next is Seattle at home, then it's Vegas on the road, then Arizona on the road, their final of their next five is a showdown between the Panthers and the Penguins in Pittsburgh to kickstart A home, back-to-back, and a three-game homestand ending when the Winnipeg Jets come to town on February 6th. So, Florida ends the next five games for the Penguins. That game at 7pm Eastern on Friday night, January 26th, 2024, and it's followed immediately by a game in Montreal 24 hours after that game against the Panthers, when Montreal will take on the Penguins at 7pm to close out January. So when you look at the Penguins' schedule, they have three road games and three home games left in their January schedule. And I know I talked about this earlier when we talked about The Vancouver Canucks. But the Penguins have played 40 games. So here's the difference. The Canucks have played 42 games. In their 82 game. Season. And they now have. 40 games left to play. The difference here, guess what? The Penguins have played 40 games now. So the difference is the Penguins have 42 games left to play. But by the time the Penguins have faced The Hurricanes tomorrow on Saturday. And then the Kraken on Monday. They will have 40 games to play in their season. Which means we will have only 40 more of these post-game shows to do. Wow, we've covered almost the entire Pittsburgh Penguins season and pretty much most of the first half of the season for the Penguins. Wow. And it all started with Game 1 when we did Penguins and Blackhawks back in back in October. Now, when do the Blackhawks and the Penguins next play? I wonder. When do the Blackhawks and the Penguins next play? I wonder. Well, guess what? You won't have to wait long. As soon as the Penguins are done with their January schedule, the Blackhawks will be one of the three next road games when the Penguins get to their February schedule, ending their three-game homestand after their home game back-to-back. Saturday and Friday night. Saturday and Friday night. At the end of January. They are in another back to back. On the road against Minnesota. And then against Winnipeg. Friday and Saturday night in February. And then they've got a back to back on Wednesday and Thursday, which includes a home game and a road game before a four game homestand gets started. But that's all in February and that's all down the road. So right now, that brings us to a close here on Penguin's postgame. We are getting close. We are getting close to the sign-off. But a quick reminder that two games are on the slate tonight. They both get started at 8 p.m. Eastern. And they feature the Philadelphia Flyers. taking on the Minnesota Wild in Minneapolis at 8 p.m. Eastern. Then, meanwhile, in Dallas, and around the same time, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's the Predators of Nashville taking on the Dallas Stars. All the actions at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Tonight in the NHL. But the Penguins next game, which will be our 41st broadcast of Penguins postgame. And game 41 of 82. It's the Penguins versus the Hurricanes. From Raleigh, North Carolina. And that goes down. Saturday night. Part of another busy night in the NHL. As always. My name is Scott McGregor, and as always, as we always like to say at the end of every Penguins post-game program, you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast, and I am your host, Scott McGregor saying that it is not goodbye it is until next time and until then penguin fans we will talk to you after the next pens game so long for now pens and canes coming up on saturday i'll, t- I'll talk to you on the other side of pens and canes And don't forget the Battle of Ontario women's Edition is next up on pwHL recap Toronto and on Toronto and Ottawa on pwHL recap don't miss that ahead of Penguins and canes. Pens and Canes coming up on Penguins Postgame. Pens and Canes coming up. But right now, it's time to get to get on out of here and get regrouped, rehydrated, and refueled which is why this game has officially reached the station in front of 18,190 fans in attendance. And to take us out, since we've already signed off here, I'd like to direct your attention to a video the PWHL created. The PWHL created and posted a couple of days ago, ladies and gentlemen, behold, one of the PWHL's next videos. They put together to learn more about the PWHL and to check out games and other things. Please head on over to https: colon slash slash W dot the PWHL dot com Once again that's HTTPS colon slash slash w dot PWHL dot com. In case I have that wrong, feel free to check it all out. But right now, it's time to take a look and a listen to the video created by the PWHL and also Just a quick disclaimer. Again, as we wrap all this up. We've already signed off, but we're going to sign out with this. All video, all coverage and videos and all that jazz are belonging to their respective owners, including music used. and so much more, all of it under fair use, and all content belong to the rightful owners that are not owned by me. Enjoy the video, and I'll catch you, Penguins fans, on the other side for Penguins and Canes. Penguins and Hurricanes is next, is coming up next time on Penguin's Post Game. I'm out. Peace. Enjoy the video.
4: Since we first learned to skate, we have been captivated by the dream of owning the ice. Driven to conquer it with speed and skill, we use it to elevate the game. Years, months, days, minutes, and sometimes seconds. Time measures our dedication. When no one is watching, When it's dark and cold, with persistence, we keep going, again and again. Our legacy has been built on the cornerstones of passion and sacrifice. Heroes of yesterday, today and tomorrow, building together. Today we compete, united in spirit and intention. A new era of trailblazers under lights shining bright. We are here to show what is possible. We are here to spark new dreams. We are here for all of us. Ice time earned.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguin hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page search sports for beginners or visit the official sports for beginners podcast website thanks for listening and until next time stay tuned and remember that it is not goodbye it is until next time and you'd have to be here to believe it